Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, December 6. Today, Ange's influence now extends to rugby league. The Matildas prepare for an emotionally charged battle with Canada and the looming fight between the Queensland government, cricket and footy. But first... Public criticism from a former player toward a current player always hits harder than, say, if respected cricket scribes Robert Craddock or Gideon Haig said that David Warner doesn't deserve a farewell test. It would still prompt debate, but not the firestorm that's erupted from Mitchell Johnson's opinion piece in the West Australian. The pen is than the sword. Not only did the former Aussie quick question why Warner should get an SCG send-off due to his form, but also because Johnson believes he didn't own his role in the Sandpaper saga. It sparked massive fallout, and now he's revealed the origins of their feud and what prompted the scathing article on his own podcast. He received a text message from Warner back in April after another article that described wife Candace as weird and cringy for defending the opener's place in the test team. I got a message from Dave which was quite um, personal. There was some stuff in there that was was extremely um, disappointing what he said and, and pretty pretty bad to be honest. It was never a personal thing then until probably this point. This is this is probably what drove me to writing the article as well. Warner wasn't Johnson's only target. He also questioned Chief Selector George Bailey, who he believes is too close to the players. Bailey responded with this. I hope he's okay. Not so empathetic, according to Mitch. To ask if I'm okay um, because I've had mental health issues is pretty much downplaying my article and putting it on mental health, which is quite disgusting, I think. Brad Haddon played with all parties in this and the former keeper has reminded Johnson he's missing one key point. Davey hasn't been given any promises from the selectors that, that Sydney's going to be his last test. In a perfect world, he'd like to play uh, Sydney's last test. It's his home ground in front of his family and friends. But Mitch's summary of it was a bit odd. It was a bit left field. I don't mind past players saying, okay, this is why I wouldn't have him in the team. This is what I'd look at. But it looked like a, a bit of like a, an aggressive attack on, on Davies' personality, which I, I don't think you, you need. Yes, you can have an opinion on what you think the team should be, but I don't like when past players go really hard in a personal angle to the players, and it felt a little bit like that to me. Hear more from Hads on the latest episode of Listener's Willow Talk podcast. Everything that Ange Postacoglu touches eventually turns to gold, but what wisdom could he impart on another sport, that being rugby league? So it was like learning an entire different language. Broncos coach Kevin Walters is willing to find out, dropping in on the Tottenham manager in the UK before he jets over to Las Vegas to scout out their training venue ahead of the American opener to the NRL season next year. I mean, he's been very successful in his early days at Tottenham, so it was just nice to link back up with him again and just have a good conversation about about not only footy, but just about life in general as well. He's a great, great fella and obviously a very good coach as well. The odd couple, it turns out, struck up a friendship a decade ago in Melbourne when Ange was in charge of the victory in the A-League and Kevy was an assistant under Craig Bellamy at the Storm. After the Broncos' meltdown against the Panthers in last year's grand final, letting a winning lead slip, Walters is keen to glean any nuggets of gold he can. We just want to get better as a club and certainly myself as a coach as well. And if I can get better, that means uh, the club will get better and particularly our players keep improving, which is what we need to do. 
The Matildas could do with a dose of Ange magic after their 5-0 thumping in the cold and wet against Canada. Coach Tony Gustafsson came under fire for throwing a bunch of young players into battle against the Olympic champions with several World Cup stars unavailable or rested. And he's taking responsibility for the lesson they were handed, revealing he told the inexperienced squad to still take risks. We even said try, like if you get dispossessed, for example, three goals we got conceded by getting dispossessed in our own half. I would never blame that individual player for that uh, mistake. It's on me, you know, I really pushed him to the limit to try things in this game to see where we're at. This afternoon, he gets a chance at redemption against Canada in the return bout. Caitlin Ford, Steph Catley, Ellie Carpenter and Claire Hunt are likely to return and the Tillies need them. This international is a farewell for Canada's legend Christine Sinclair. More than 45,000 tickets snapped up by Canadians to watch the prolific striker for the final time. Maybe she's having too much fun settling scores. Sinclair's netted more than 190 international goals, more than anyone in the women's or men's game. There's a big fight looming between the Queensland government and two of its major sports. After the excitement of Brisbane winning hosting rights for the 2032 Olympics wore off, attention turned to what stadium could host all the main events like the opening ceremony and athletics. Our place isn't big enough for a party. It was decided the Gabba would need to be rebuilt, but that means AFL and cricket get booted from their home turf for at least four years. That means more money spent redeveloping a temporary home to keep the Lions and Queensland cricket in action. So it looks like the Brisbane Showgrounds is the venue, but the government only wants to kick in around $47 million and have cricket and footy pay the rest of the $130 million bill. This was your idea. This was your idea, Washington. Cricket Queensland has fired back, saying they cannot support the expectation sporting codes fund the cost of their own eviction from the Gabba adding they'd like to play at Allen Border Field instead. Usman Khawaja fears it will send cricket broke, and with little detail, it's back to the government to figure out how to keep the Olympic dream alive and not kill off the Gabba tenants they will need to come back after the Games is over. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the F each morning. Catch it tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.